The question I get asked more than any other question in my day-to-day life is, how do you have so much energy? So I was originally gonna call this video you know, five tips for greater energy, but the fact is that for me personally, these are five rules for greater energy. These are five things that I believe that if you do them and you do them consistently, they just make all the difference to your ability to perform consistently in the long run. So let's not mess around, let's get straight into it. These are my five rules for greater energy. Rule number one is to drink more water. I think I might mention this in every other video and regardless of the topic or subject, I somehow managed to squeeze it in. You hear it all the time that people tell you how much of our body is made of water. Uh, And for me, the number just seems to always change every time I check, 70%, 80%. You get the idea. We are, the majority of what we are made up of is water. So it goes without saying that replenishing that and keeping that topped up is going to mean that you perform better. And we could go into all the science of the impact it has, but I think it's just something that should just be known overall as a fact. And you don't really need to understand the mechanics of it. Just make sure that you are drinking plenty of water. Me personally, I aim for two liters of water per day. Now, some might say that that's a lot, but I exercise a lot and I'm naturally a sweaty person. I'll just be honest with it. Uh, I sweat a lot and I exercise a lot, so I try to drink a little bit more. If you're not like that, if you're not that way inclined, then cut it down to one and a half liters. Realistically, the one thing I hate is when people tell you drink a certain amount of glasses because what, small glass, big glass? How big's the glass? How much are you filling it up? And also, I don't know about you guys, but I'm not at home all the time, so I don't have access to this glass all the time. And when I'm at home, I don't like drinking out of a water bottle. Instead of trying to figure out this this vessel that you're gonna drink, just set yourself an amount and figure out whatever the vessel that you're pouring it into, what is the volume of that and how many of those would you need to drink. Personalize it to yourself. Don't get into this whole thing of, I'm gonna drink X amount of bottles or this. Just set yourself an amount and reach it. And as I always say to you, there's no hard and fast rule. If you drink one liter of water a day and you feel great, leave it there. But if you drink a bit more and you feel even better, great. If you get to the point where you're actually starting to feel a bit bloated and heavy from it and you're running to the toilet every five minutes, then cut it back. Yeah, it's not too complicated, but drink more water, you will have more energy. Get more sleep, get more sleep. Again, it's obvious, it's not complicated, it's not difficult, but you know what you need to put into place in order to get more sleep. And I've done a video on this previously, so go hunt for it. I think it's entitled Fix Your Evening Routine. And it talks all about putting away technology, getting away from screens, and doing the stuff necessary to ensure that you're going to get a good night's sleep and therefore be replenished and able to perform the next day. The biggest part of that is actually to do with your brain. So when you sleep, your brain goes through an awful lot of cleaning processes. And you'll know the impact of this when you when you struggle with sleep and when you don't have a good sleep, you wake up with brain fog and your brain almost feels like it needs to be cleaned. 
and you definitely will recognize it when after a few days of that you have a really good night's sleep and you wake up and your brain feels fully refreshed and very switched on and very able to respond. So that's what we want to aim for. So really find a way. And again, it's not about get eight hours. It's about get enough sleep that you wake up not feeling tired and lethargic. And how you go about doing that, well, that's completely up to you. Maybe it means you climb into bed earlier. Maybe it means you adjust work so that you can start later. If that's not an option, then you're going to have to go to bed earlier. There's no way around it. But find a way to get yourself more sleep. The third one is eat energy foods. Now, again, you know my feelings if you watched this channel before on nutritional advice. I don't like to get too specific. I'm not going to sit here and tell you you must become a vegan or you must be eat the carnivore diet in order to live a healthy lifestyle. I believe it's a very personal thing. But the science tells us that there are two of the three macronutrients that we can use for energy. So we can either use carbohydrates as an energy source. That's what our brain and our body can utilize to produce energy and let us perform. Or we can get into a state of ketosis, which means that we would be burning fat for energy. Now, this is not about losing weight, gaining weight, losing muscle, gaining muscle, whatever. I'm talking purely from the point of view of your energy levels. I have it all the time with people where they tell me that they feel lethargic and tired and I ask them what they eat in a given day or week and I can clearly see the reasons why they are not feeling energetic come lunchtime because they didn't eat in a way that was going to provide them with the right kind of energy. Now again, I'm not going to tell you to specifically eat this or specifically eat that, but I'm going to tell you that if your busiest part of your day is going to be your early afternoon or you know, the first half of your day, then you need to start your day with putting the right kind of fuel in your body. So whether that's a bowl of oats for some complex carbs, or you're on a keto diet, so you're going to make some eggs and eat the yolks as well. I suggest you go do your research, figure out what works for you. There's a lot of studies on things like intermittent fasting and then eating later in the day. So if your mornings are relatively relaxed, maybe you could look into something like that. And I, again, I'll do more videos on this in the future. But eat foods that are going to provide you with sustainable energy that you can put to work throughout the day. Number four is take regular small breaks. Films like Limitless and a lot of these things that we see, they implant it in our brains that we should be able to sit down at a desk for four hours straight and work. And also, it's just the way the world is set up, isn't it? You go to work at nine, you work round till one, you have your lunch break, and then you work again round till five and you get to go home. But the reality of it is it's just not the way we're built to function. We just to have a four hour attention span on something is quite unrealistic for a start. And just to be basically running on full revs, imagine a car and you've just got your foot down the entire time and the revs are all the way up. You're, you're going to damage that engine. You're going to run it down. And the same thing goes for you. So the, you've heard of things like the Pomodoro method. And if you haven't, that's where you work for 25 minutes and then you take a five minute break. Or you could adjust that if you're, you know, slightly more able to work, then do a 55 minute work slot, five, 10 minute break. And that break, it doesn't mean that you then, you know, go sit on the sofa and put your hands behind your head and fall asleep. Obviously not. It's five minutes. 
It means you get away from your desk. It means you walk around. It means you go get a glass of water. It means you snack on some healthy foods that you like. It's just about breaking the day up so that you can then drop back into it into a high level of focus. Because if you're just sitting at your desk for four hours, the likelihood is that's not four hours of consistent, steady, solid work. It's more likely that it's kind of meandering and falling in and out of focus. Whereas if you say to yourself, I'm gonna work for 25 minutes solid, no distractions on this one task, and then I'm gonna take a five minute break. And then I come back another 25 minutes solid, then another five minute break. And then of course, after you've done a few cycles, you can take a longer break or you can go do something else. But take small consistent breaks throughout your work and don't be afraid of it pulling you out of focus. But just make sure that you set up the time frame of how much you're gonna work and how much you're gonna rest for the amount of focus that you know that you can give to a given task. For certain things, that might be a longer attention span than others, okay? Like for me, if I'm doing my taxes, we're talking a 20 minute attention span because I can't stand it. I'll do 20, I'll take 10 minutes. I'll do 20, I do take 10 minutes. I still get the work done. It's just that it's gonna be in smaller chunks. When it comes to recording these videos, I spend a good couple of hours recording and then I take a break. Make sense? The last one is on rest days or days off. And you've heard the word rest days if you've ever done exercise and they talk about, you know, work out Monday, Tuesday, rest Wednesday, however you want to work it. But rest days are essential in every walk of life. It's the reason why so many of us work Monday to Friday and then we've got the weekends off as rest days. But where we seem to go wrong is we don't allow our rest days to be exactly that. And a big part of this is, of course, technology. Technology allows things from other areas of our lives to invade our time and infect rest days with work. So I make recommendations that whatever your day off is, it should be done away from your phone. Especially if you have a work phone, that thing should be put in a drawer and should not be taken out until the end of the day, until the next day, until you're back at work. Don't allow it because it's about taking a break from the mental stresses and pressures. So if you look at an email, even if you have no intention of replying to it, but you read it on Saturday night, but you can't really do anything about it till Monday, you're going to carry that stress with you over the weekend. So although on Sunday you're going to the beach with the family, in your subconscious mind, you're gonna be carrying the concerns of this email all the way through until you get back to work to Monday. Now you get back on Monday, you'll send that email and you'll feel a sense of relief, but you've sacrificed that relief that should have been done on the weekend when you were spending time with the family. So ensure that your days off are days off. In binary terms, ensure your zero is a zero so that your one can be a one. Turn it off so that when you turn it on, you truly turn it on. And it's all about being more productive because if we truly rest and we truly recover, we are far more able to then put our foot on the gas when it counts and when it's time to do so. But if we're always trying to overclock and overrun the engine, then this is where we get things like burnout, things like fatigue, we get tired, we start making mistakes, and all of this then accumulates into stress, and it's a never-ending cycle. So guys, 
Be productive. Make sure you're eating the right foods. Make sure you're drinking enough water. Make sure you're doing things that make you feel good. Make sure you're taking breaks. All that good stuff. Make sure your zero is a zero so your one can be a one. And as always, take care of yourself.